0: Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one, absolutely no one, except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. The music means only one thing. It's time for Guys of a Certain Age. Robbie Koblenz in studio, joined by Art Shirley. And not in studio, joined by that would be jay reed hello jay reed how are you i'm lovely just sitting here in my
1: home studio all alone surrounded by all your friends student- <laughs> <laughs> surrounded
2: by- dang sorry miss oh. reed we were gonna try to do better <laughs> So We've been slammed on oh, yeah. social media so by M- Jay's
0: mom. Mrs. Reed has tagged Art Shirley in a Facebook post, <laughs> um, basically saying, you know, these guys are being mean to my son. And then... Which then, is true. Yeah. Then J- and she
1: loves it, too. Oh, okay.
0: And, and, okay. and, and Jay times in, chimes in, well, I'm just glad that all the cool people are back yeah, or something that like was that. Yeah, great. So, That's really good. Wow. Wow. We so,
2: appreciate her listening. Yeah,
0: yeah. And her, really need to have her on the show. We should. We should. Yeah so her my cousin mervin and uh, my cousin julie yeah, yeah. that's it <laughs> all the folk. <laughs> that's the right Kinfolk. folk so uh but how so we've got art in studio which is great last week's show turned out pretty well with you guys both facetiming in but it's nice to see a quasi familiar yes. face and we are social distancing that's right that's yeah. right way yeah. social distancing for jay so
1: so i haven't seen y'all uh in a while, are you? Are your faces the same, or are you growing quarantine beards? So apart?
2: I still have the same quarantine beard I had before quarantine. So before I, quarantine, yeah. so I would need probably
0: a forty-year quarantine <laughs> to to grow a beard. So that's just kind uh, of the way my genetics are made up. So actually, it took
2: me about three days. I almost went the other way. I mean, Becky kind of cut my hair a little bit this past weekend. But I was to the point of saying I'm just ready to shave it off. There you go. Yeah. You could go Lex Luthor. Yeah, there you go. Well,
1: that's my next thing too. My wife will be cutting mine today or tomorrow. So last time she she used to cut it all the time, and then uh, we got into one of those things where she said, "Well, let me straighten it up. Oh, let me let me straighten it up. Oh, let me." And by the time she got it all even, there was no hair. So yeah. Uh, Hey, it hey, never hey, came
2: hey, back. So that's what Okay, I <laughs> yeah. see what you're saying. Two, you're blaming Melissa on, oh, for that. Two two words, Floby. See, Flo-B. I'm thinking Floby. <laughs> Floby should have brought their product back. Man, that's they right. need to be. They could sell them like hotcakes right now. They could. They could. I mean, so. because I, I've I've looked at some. You can find them on eBay. They're like hundreds of dollars, and uh, you know. But I, I would think, why are they not
0: jumping all over this? Maybe because the patents have expired. Could, so, be. Could uh, be. Yeah. Oh, there's a Floby Factory Direct. Yeah, but there aren't they like a couple hundred bucks now? Made in Made in Kerrville, Texas. Ooh, um, USA. Let's see, one thirty nine, and you bring your own vacuum. No, that's with the vi- Super Mini Vac. Yeah. I am going there today. <laughs> I will be ordering that today. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we may have to live stream the cut.
0: <laughs> oh, man, that would be great. We should do that. We could do that. Well, let studio. Robbie cut it. No, oh, no. my gosh. No, no, you need to talk to about my oldest son. When when Bonnie and Mark were in L.A. for MasterChef Junior, I – um Dave, Dave – um, Dave does a buzz cut, right? Yeah. And I even messed that up. And he's like, you were never going to touch my yeah, hair ever yeah. again. So, worst
2: haircut ever. So, yeah, you don't want that. We so. saw an episode of Jimmy Fallon at home, and Gwen Stefani was cutting uh, Blake Shelton's. Is that right, isn't it? Blake I, Shelton? I have yeah, no idea. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is she just a girl? Yeah, she is, with the, with the <laughs> razor and, and just like smooth clean cut it side to side on the sides and so he's got this pompadour with just shaved head but anyway well there's all kinds of
0: things coming out of covid19 but let's jump into fun happy things with geeks of the week oh jay what you got for us
1: i ran across something that I, did you hurt you it you know i didn't <laughs> <laughs> well i haven't run across anything lately as far as the vehicle goes but um this came up as far, you know, we, we always talk about well. we've talked about in game and other movies. We've been really careful to wait, you know, the allotted time so that we don't spoil it for anybody. Right. Right. Still waiting but, on lost. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I came across are. this article. This was a study done back in 2016. A guy named Nicholas Christenfeld at UC San Diego. He discovered that spoilers actually did not spoil the movie for most people, or book, or story, or whatever it is. They uh you know they started out asking the question, do spoilers ruin it for you? And most people say yes, just kind of out of habit. But he did a little study and re- realized that if you know the plot twist or you know the ending, the surprise ending, or whatever, it actually enhances the movie rather than spoils it.
2: I think so it's gonna thought- depend on the movie though. Yeah, come on. Come I mean, on. Six you know- Sense. Not knowing how Sixth Sense ended, yeah, uh, true. Me, you know, agree that one. I, I can see that was probably is probably the case, but a lot of times movies, you kind of know what's going to happen anyway. I mean, if you oh, knew, sure.
0: if you knew that Darth was Luke's father, I, I think that would have ruined it. It would have. So. Yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah, but you know, here is the thing. I thought about that one. He he gave the example of the usual suspects with Kevin Spacey as oh, Kaiser yeah. Soze, like, and he was just saying that in movies like that, if you know from the beginning who the surprise is. Then you catch more clues, catch more of the details, and it actually enhances the experience of watching it, which like with Star Wars, I was thinking if you knew, you know, Luke and Leia were sister, brother in the very beginning of the first movie that would really change the way you watched it. Maybe oh, good, well, maybe it
2: bad. It very uncomfortable. Yeah, it well, yeah. true. And, 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 that's and George true. Lucas didn't know that they were brother and that's sister. Right. That's
0: so right. Nobody <laughs> okay. knew.
2: My my thought on that is, though, is that you have two experiences then. You have the initial experience that you watched it and you thought, okay, I'm surprised by this. This is great. Then you go back and watch it again and say, oh, now I see this. And, again, Sixth right. Sense is one of those where you go, wow, he built this perfectly because uh-huh. now you see all these clues but it's right like I and dead people. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I see dead people. I see dead people. But uh, you know, not I, again. I, I don't know. I'm sure he got a government grant for that study. And yeah. <laughs> we,
1: well, uh, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's two different experiences. But it doesn't necessarily yeah ruin it if yeah. you know because you're you're uh, enjoying it maybe in a different way. Yeah. How about well, that?
0: You know, I it depends on the movie for me mm-hmm. because I will hold myself away from spoilers and it's like, or even watching too many trailers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So.
2: Especially with trailers that tend to give the whole movie away. Yeah. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but
1: you right. compared it to, to a, like a, a road, like you're going down uh, a road that you know really well. And if you don't have to really pay attention to the exit signs and you know, all that kind of stuff that you normally would, if it was a new path, then you're paying more attention to the scenery and things that are going on around you. So I, I thought it made a lot of sense. Yeah. So
0: he and Robert Frost were friends.
1: Possibly.
0: Uh, possibly. Yeah. Two
2: yeah. roads diverged.
0: Yeah. The road not taken. All right. So that's, that's one of the geekiest geeks of the week you've done, Jay.
2: <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, there you go. Very scientific. So uh, what you got, Art? Well, you said happy. Mine is actually kind of a sad note. But uh, Mort Drucker, who was the uh, long a uh, longtime Mad Magazine uh, uh, artist, yeah. Uh, Caricaturist did a lot of the uh, TV and film parodies. In fact, if you're not familiar with him, you'd see his artwork and go, okay, I know exactly who you're talking about yeah. because he had a very distinct style. And um, he passed away uh, last week. I think he was 91. So, you know, I lived a, a nice full life. So that's good. But uh, just one of those that I, I don't usually think of him as an influential artist when I start naming the the cartoon and comic book artists that I like. But he definitely was. And because his his way of caricaturing kind of defined a lot of what uh, you do, the, the the large head, the small, usually the, the very thin limbs, the big feet, and hands, uh, usually <laughs> exaggerated features, as most caricatures have. But I really liked the style that he had. And the fact that he was able to do it throughout, um, you know, a, a story, a comic book type story that was over several pages long and keep those characters yeah. true was just an amazing talent, amazing talent. Uh, anyway, he uh, he did pass away, and uh, sad to hear that. But it's uh, certainly worth if you have a chance going back and looking at some of his early work.
1: You know, I'm I, sure I have some Mad magazines floating oh, around yeah. here somewhere from the 70s.
0: <laughs> yeah, the only Mad and Cracked magazines I would get would be Star Wars parodies for some reason. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure you've got a bazillion out of them there jay right like first traditions.
1: probably not a bazillion it was one of those things where when i was young i would go to other people's houses to read them yeah and then uh because my my parents didn't buy them, but then as i got older it kind of became a christmas tradition and i would get yeah. a mad magazine every year um so I, i'm sure i have some not not as many as you might think
2: yeah there was something about mad that was a little bit more risque than a
0: typical comic yeah. book yeah. You know? yeah and Mad. oh was, yeah mad was more risque than cracked for yeah, sure right. so
2: what me worry yeah yeah. Alfred E. Newman. Alfred E. Newman. So, yeah. a lot of brilliant artists came out of that, but uh, Mort Drucker was just always a favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that earlier this mm-hmm. week. So, maybe right. it was this week. I, you know, the, my time, yeah. <laughs> the concept is so off now. I think it was Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. Who okay. knows?
0: Yeah. yeah. There's only three days of the week now That's there's right. yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Uh huh. Yeah. And where are we? So, um, and, so, what's Next. your geek go? So, my geek is, I've got a question for you guys. What does Archie Bunker, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Starship Troopers, and Bye Bye Birdie all have in common? Yeet. Wow.
2: hey, you like that? That's good. Yeah. Carol uh, O'Connor in all, involved in all of them? No. Uh-uh. Same director? No. Yeah. Archie, Bunker, Close Encounters, <laughs> Bye Bye Birdie. And, uh, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Is Rob
0: Reiner involved? Nope, nope. So, I'll put you out of your misery now. Um, they are all on the Crackle Network. Oh, so, okay. So, I was looking for, and we'll talk about movies in the second half what of What makes show. it crackle? Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. good. That, that's it. I was looking for uh, a place I can stream Dr. Strangelove. And, oh, yeah, uh, for the boys because we're going back and revisiting some movies and um, it came up on Crackles, like, OK, I've seen the I've seen the app. I've seen seen it. Um Reference to time or two, and it's a uh, it's a free service with ads, mm-hmm. um, so they're going to drop in spots
2: at the most inappropriate time. I know it's terrible. It is terrible, but, but it's a good app. I mean, I've I've had it for a long time, and yeah. I've, I've liked it's for the same reason that uh, that you say. It's it's sometimes it's the only place to find.
0: Well, partners. I mean, the stuff it's got on it are great. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, four or five Star Treks. It's yeah. got uh, Voyage Home and First Contact. Um, it's got about Last Night the original with uh, Rob. With Rob Lowe and Demi Moore, right? Wow! Um, it's got Bye Bye Birdie. It's oh, there are just a ton of things on there that uh, it's like oh wow, Close Encounters, Doctor Strangelove, um, uh, Last Temptation of Christ. No, not Last Temptation. I'm sorry, um, uh, the Passion. Passion? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, and very different. Yeah, very very different. <laughs> Salman Rushdie who, who just he, tuned out. Who, who wrote Last <laughs> Temptation? Uh, wrote some unflattering things about the Prophet Muhammad and yeah. upset some people yeah, in, in yeah. those
2: communities. He was so. in self isolation for a while, after for that. a long, long time. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: but mm-hmm. uh, anyway, it, it, there's a lot of stuff on there. It was kind of kind of surprising. Yeah. So, but I uh, try,
2: like I said, I've got it. I've just, I need to go back and check out. And see what's well, there.
0: I think we're gonna watch. Uh, uh, we're gonna watch Doctor Strange Love. Um, now, have may, they seen that before? No, they haven't. Yeah. They haven't. Uh, We're not watching Starship Troopers, that's for sure. Yeah, so um, version of Starship Troopers. Oh man, you know it's just horrible on so many different levels. Yeah, I love
2: it though; it's a good kind of horrible. Oh, but it's uh, it's a fun.
0: That's that's probably my favorite Robert Heinlein book: Mm -hmm. is Starship Troopers, and they just
2: yeah, they it's not a faithful or very good adaptation of that
0: book. There is no really adaptation about it other than the bugs and Buenos Aires, Uh and that's about it. Yeah, so. Yeah, uh, I, I scanned through a little bit of it. It's every five minute, every every ninety seconds in their basic training. Uh, Sergeant Zim, who's played by Clancy Brown, yelling medic, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, man, yeah, yeah. this was. It's Paul Verhoeven who did RoboCop yep. and uh, uh, Showgirls too, I think. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got a he's got a, a kind of a
2: oh I've interesting filmography. Yeah.
0: yeah, I
2: think that's who did that. It is. Yeah. It absolutely yeah. is. Yeah arguably one of the worst movies ever yeah i think it makes a lot of people's worst movie oh man, man but uh, but starship troopers to me is one of those so bad it's good i agree i mean and that we talked about this a while back but that would be a great limited series Absolutely. Um, adaptation to do a Faithful yep. because it's a great story yeah i mean it
0: uh, is it is well those are our geeks of the week we're going to take a small break and be right back and we're back with guys of a certain age, and let's talk what Mark Shirley. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not. <laughs> wow. Wow. He's he's like a parrot. He's trained. It's uh, a, we're all programmed. Jay and I, neither one are here. I yeah. probably just has this. The thing is, Art's AI programming is a little bit mm-hmm. tighter than Jay's. That's so. right. Yeah. That's right. I'm yeah. actually
2: <laughs> able to respond and, and create my own statements. <laughs> wow. Yeah, of of course, Jay's it's you. artificial intelligence. <laughs>
0: Wow! Oh, Ooh, that's wow! That's great. That's oh. that's something. I don't know if it's great. I am just
2: glad all the people came
0: back. Yeah, <laughs> and now they're leaving. Yeah, <laughs> bye, Missus Reed. Um, so let's talk about movies that we watched during the uh, the quarantine. And I'd pose the the question: What what have you seen that um, maybe a favorite that doesn't quite hold up? Uh, what have you seen that you've enjoyed? And uh, so, Art, what you, what you got on
2: your uh, playbill? Well, I, I, it seems like we haven't watched as many movies since we went to shelter in place or since the actual quarantine oh. thing started. Uh, one thing that we watched that we did enjoy, and I, it was mainly the experience, was uh, Emma, just because, uh, and that's a, you know, it's the, the classic story, but uh, kind of with a modern, not as modern as the clueless version. But uh, it was one that was available in the theaters, and they they re- released it for um early viewing digitally. You know you had to pay twenty bucks to rent it. but I, I liked the experience and liked the idea of, of doing that. and kind of want to – I hope that happens. And the movie we enjoyed the movie It was very good. Uh, is this
1: the very this is the very newest this Emma, is right the there's very a lot of iterations of- yeah, there's a okay. whole
2: bunch of whole bunch of adaptations of uh, Emma.
1: yeah, uh, we have a lot of them Melissa loves that kind of stuff though, yeah, Ricky does topic. too.
2: We watch all those. And in fact, I think we had revisited both uh, Last Jedi and Rise of of Skywalker. And uh, so I think, you know, uh, Becky enjoyed those, but we ended up watching a couple of these. We also watched Little Women, which was, I think, wrapping up our Oscar-nominated movies that we were planning on watching. Uh, There's some we still haven't watched, but I don't think we'll we'll get to some of those. But... um, I, Becky really liked little women. I just didn't care for it that much. I mean, it was okay. It was very entertaining, but, and it wasn't, it was all beautifully and well done, but there's one part that just, uh, one of the sisters does it, I guess it's part of the story. I won't spoil it for anybody, but it just got <laughs> it left such a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, Oh, I just, I can't, I, it bothered me too much that she did this. So anyway, there's been like Amy, that
0: did it. There's been like 18 million versions of Emma. Oh yeah. I
2: was, and
1: and little women so i don't think you're spoiling and anything and <laughs> little women yeah
2: that's true yeah that's true um wow but uh that and of course is pride and prejudice and sense and sensibility and so you know. gwyneth paltrow was emma yeah at one point yeah wow yep and i think that may be our favorite version of emma i'll have to check and make sure that i'm right about that
1: and there's another one too that we watched wait so wait is well, there one with uh i can't remember the girl's name but she was in amazing grace she was uh Wilberforce's wife in Amazing Grace and she played Emma
0: in one of them so there was a the same there was a 1996 movie with Gwyneth Paltrow and then there was a TV film uh, that was with Kate Beckinsale yeah that was released in 1996 of Emma we didn't see that
1: yep there's another one too
2: and that Emma she wears a lot of tight leather and kills vampire no that's something else Kate Beckinsale's in I'm sorry (laughs) That's the Underworld. That's the Underworld series or whatever it uh, is. Underwear series. What is it she in? Yeah, Underworld. Yeah, 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 wow. That her husband puts her in all these things. Huh, okay. Well, interesting. Anyway, yeah. But I'll, I'll mention one more movie that we watched just sometime in the past, in the recent past. I have no idea what week. It was, it was a, this weekend. It was the day before yesterday. Escape to which mountain? oh i love and that movie it,
1: i started to watch it the other night how was it
2: it is the very original the, the original, original yeah yeah very much of its time it's probably it's uh two hours long and maybe about an hour too long uh it's it, there's just a <laughs> lot of lot of driving in the winnebago which you know i kind of remember At, we, i enjoyed it for the nostalgic value it, it's a great story i mean it's a really very classic kind of science fictiony story but um uh, it is funny because and what was funny is to see these people, uh, you know, either as as children actors that you recognize that have grown up or that you recognize from that time or, or some of the adults that are there that, you know, may or, may not have been famous yet. But uh, it was like I said, we enjoyed it. I haven't watched Return from Witch Mountain yet. This sequel that yeah. took place a few days later than that. And then <laughs> the, the the remake, uh, the remake. The rock. the rock. Yeah. yeah. Race yeah. to Witch Mountain. Was that, Ooh, what that forgot was? about that yeah. yeah I haven't seen that at all
0: I um I watched the black hole again I think I mentioned that when Disney yeah. Plus first came out
2: I could see doing that again I really like that
0: movie that was a great movie mm-hmm. and it, it and it held up it, it really did the effects were great yeah um, very creepy I mean Ernest nine yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was in the apple dumpling gang wasn't he was he in the Um, apple dumpling
2: he's been in other Disney. he may have been one of the bad guys in one of those apple dumpling movies yeah Yeah, that's on
1: Disney Plus too I came across it the other night yeah
2: Yeah. so Escape to Witch
0: no Escape to Witch Mountain yeah because I thought it was the other way around yeah it was Escape to then Return From yeah right yeah because you have to go to before you can come from yeah
2: and I realized that the guy you know Ike Eisenman I think is his name who was in a bunch of stuff he was in a a movie called uh, um fantastic journey or a tv series called fantastic journey which was kind of a cool series that ran for 10 episodes but i remember seeing that but he he's like three years older than i am so i'm like oh, okay this is going i know exactly how old i was at this point then watching him
0: wow yeah. cool. so what about you jay what you uh what uh, timeless gems did you experience or maybe not so timeless
1: well the only one that we've gone back to watch we were this is where i found apple dumpling and witch mountain i was trying to talked my family into watching one of those too but we ended up watching up and oh, i know yeah. we discussed that not long ago but it's the first time i've seen it since i've seen it originally and i thought it held up quite yeah. well i mean it's, it's animated i realized but but oh, I, okay. I i yeah. enjoyed watching that again the um
0: the first 10
2: minutes is some of the best storytelling i'm telling you that's hard to get through too yeah it's, yeah
1: yeah <laughs> it's rough yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah i think that's absolutely you know you say it's animated but i mean there's there's a, a, a no shortage of, a, a, what am I trying to say? The feels. A, yeah, genuine emotion that yeah. that thing brings. You don't care at all that these people are, are just <laughs> pixels. You know, pixels, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right, because that's they right. certainly evoke the emotion. Uh, have, either uh, have either one of you guys seen Onward yet? No, I saw that. Was, yes. That's on Disney+. Plus. Have you it seen, So you saw I it, saw Jay? It. Yeah, I saw we it saw Disney. it. Yeah, we is enjoyed it, good? it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was
0: really good. Really good, okay. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, it's the first Pixar new release I've seen in probably 3 or 4 Yeah. Um, 3 or 4 years.
2: Right. Okay. But I thought it was really really well done. We still haven't watched Toy Story 4 yet though. We haven't either. Well
0: that one. was
1: that's on my list too. That's one of the first ones we watched in in quarantine land and um,
0: I that, loved it. That I, that's I mean, the one when they go to the they they get sold off at the flea market, right? Yeah.
2: That's right. <laughs> no, I don't know. We're going to watch. Well
1: there's an antique store um, involved. Okay, but, uh,
2: no spoilers. You may no spoilers. Have, you may have guessed the plot after all.
1: <laughs> no, but it, that one I I thought you know even as a fourth movie fourth movies don't often work well but uh, no Rocky offense to four, the Fast and furious people Rocky yeah.
0: Four come on no Rocky Four and Star Trek Four Voyage Home I'm just saying yeah. I dispute your premise
1: okay all right dispute on um, <laughs> I'm saying I liked it I like the fourth movie of course I'm a as you well know a toy collector and so this whole that whole series of movies, the the reminiscence and the nostalgia of the you're, toys that show up, I love it. You're yeah.
0: the creepy guy. You're the creepy villain in uh, what? Which was one? It? What does, two, or two or three?
1: Two or three?
2: That's what I was I, think, to
1: it was three, I yeah. think it
2: was three. Yeah, it three, two.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's definitely me.
0: Yeah, I
2: would. But I also
1: saw um, I saw Tolkien finally. Have y'all seen that I have one? I've not no. seen that.
0: Yeah, no, and I haven't seen Tolkien either. So yeah.
1: Tolkien. <laughs> Tolkien. Well, no, in the movie he, it says Tolkien. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm giving you grief. It's Tolkien. How was it?
1: I enjoyed it, although I hope I, I I got to the end wishing there was a, more. Like they spread out a lot of the story. It starts out from when he is a, a boy and goes up till he's just starting to write, as like it's. Full time, and it doesn't go into the inklings. You know, when he was yeah. at Oxford with C.S. Lewis and all them. There's yeah. another group he was a part of, and it really focuses on that group from high school ish or whatever you, you know prep
0: it was, school. It was the X Men? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did, yeah, did, yeah. Did it cover how he got his blue mutant powers and became the Beast?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't get quite into that. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I would have same, liked to see the second part.
0: You guys out there, the same actor played Beast. In x-men first class in the the matthew Vaughn reboot as well as JRR tolkien so sorry yeah. so
1: i love backstories and so uh sh- like shadowlands there's you know kind of a backstory with c.s lewis my mom's just now watching that and i love that kind of stuff i just wish it had gone further i want to know more about the years when he was meeting with c.s lewis and that group but i doubt there'll be a tolkien 2 but um the
0: talking cool. <laughs> to the Cimmerillion. No, that would be that would be the prequel.
2: That would be the Tolkien prequel. Yeah. So. Who played Probably Tony so. Gollum, the friend that inspired uh, Sméagol?
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't that's think Jay was in there. That's a joke. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> wow. Okay, boy, that What's was pretty funny. Tony? So have you, uh, have you, Jay, have you watched Saving Mr. Banks? Since you like backstories,
1: I have. Yes. What do you think? Is about it, it Saving Mr. Banks or Mrs. Banks?
2: Mr. Ever. Banks because they Mr. were going to kill off the father. Uh, okay. See, I haven't seen I, it. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, that's the premise. It doesn't really. It doesn't it's really. Cyclops dies.
1: That's Tom Hanks, right? That's a, that's the Disney thing, right?
2: Tom Hanks, yes. Okay. And yes,
1: I. Uh, Emma Thompson. Yes.
2: I didn't even have to look that up. How about that's that? Good.
0: Because it's about uh, yeah, getting the rights it's about for Mary Mary Poppins, Poppins right? right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Mary
2: Poppins and. Uh, the changes that Walt Disney wanted to make to the story to kind of fit more with the Disney mold, and how reluctant she was to to make those changes.
1: So, yeah, well, it kind of comes back to the the podcast that we've mentioned many times, the Blockbuster podcast. After listening to that, and then kind of going back and looking at their movies, it enhances my viewing of it because yeah. I've 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 got the backstory now, and I'm like, wow, this is this is how it happened in the in the process. Which is also just the last movie I want to mention is is uh, Return to Marwin or oh, Welcome did, to Marwin?
0: Yeah, did you uh, like but, that? But hold on, in in I, I have a question for you about Saving Mr. Banks. Does Yondo appear saying "I'm Mary Poppins" y'all? Yeah, at any point That's in the <laughs>
2: sequel? Oh, is that in the sequel? Yeah. Saving Mr. Banks y'all? Yeah,
0: saving. <laughs> would that be saving private banks? Save it private banks. Yeah, okay, sorry. Uh, okay. All it, right, make this worth it. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> Okay, welcome tomorrow, and with, uh, with Steve Carell. Steve, yeah, uh,
1: I thought it was fascinating. And I wanted I to see
2: that in the theater and never made it, but you liked it.
1: I did like it, and and then after we watched it, Jacob looked at like the true story, the behind the Documentary, the story. yeah. There's a documentary and all that, and so I, I want to see the documentary to kind of see how yeah. it compares. Yeah, and I, there was a lot of liberties taken. From I was going to say they took
2: a, they, they left a lot out of his life that the documentary. The oh, yeah. Yeah. So yes. uh, Yeah. Um, but I
0: think y'all would enjoy it. Directed if by Robert Zemeckis. Yeah.
2: I just exactly. like seeing the, the the G.I. Joe kind of stuff, you know, brought to life. I thought that would be a neat idea to do for a, a, another movie, like a G.I. Joe movie. he will fight for freedom
0: wherever there's trouble. The, G.I. the ones Joe's before there. that. Oh, yeah. The 12-inch. The team, yeah. Or the, yeah. Yeah. The, uh,
2: yeah. Well, that's I, what he uses, watch- right? I mean, what he uses for his dioramas and stuff.
1: Well, he uses that sort of doll. I don't know if it's a GI joke because it's mostly women that are in the… Uh,
2: oh, Barbies or something.
1: The probably. Barbies. Yeah. And then he, well, he's got some bad guys that are men. So, it's probably 50-50. Yeah. But but y'all would love, if you if you get the DVD or however you <laughs> decide to watch it, the DVD. special features.
2: Come on, Miss Reed. We can't let that slide.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I, let me show my ignorance here. Do you where do you watch special features if you don't have the DVD or Blu-ray? That's you know, a good
0: question. The special features
2: button on the iTunes Plus entries. But he's talking about if you rent the DVD, you still get the yeah. special features where you don't.
1: Sometimes, get them. Yeah, yeah, you don't always get it. But yeah. but the special features showed all the the motion capture yeah. and how they how they they did something really unique where they took they did the motion capture and then they you know they had the face of the actual actor. And somehow yeah. they layered it in such a way that you were actually seeing the eyes and mouth, I think of the actor kind of transposed onto the animation. It was really fascinating. The technology.
2: Cool. Okay. I'm, I'm chastised now for not <laughs> chastised. Well, I've
1: spoiled it for Maybe you now. Not.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think you can get a cream for that. Uh, maybe I meant to say not interested in getting the. W- <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you can find those on YouTube sometime if it's been out for a while. Yeah, okay. but, uh, but sometimes that's good you to know. that is a good point, point. and that's one thing. You know, again, having finally bought the Last Jedi, all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, you know, maybe appreciate that even more. A little bit more. A so little bit more.
0: Yeah. Just a touch. So, well, 180 I'm, degrees more. Yeah. Wow, I'm on it. My the, these goes to 180 time. instead of 11. So I've got a couple of movies. The movie that didn't hold oh, up. Oh, we
2: forgot we didn't let
0: you talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jay wow. is dominating and the conversation.
2: That, that does it for a guys of a certain age,
0: you know. And this will be the last time that Jay appears. So we're going to say fun <laughs> I'm not even appearing now. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's why we forgot. Yeah. Um, so when's the last time you guys saw Ferris Bueller's Day Off? It's been a long time. Jay,
1: I've seen bits and pieces. I haven't seen the whole thing front to finish, but I watched maybe half of it a it, month, a couple months ago.
0: It
2: just doesn't hold up. Yeah, I, I just, I was so. Is it sick. the '80s vibe kind of stuff, or is yeah. it just the storytelling in general? Or? It's a
0: little bit of everything. Matthew um, Broderick got a little bit on my nerves. Yeah. Um. You know, I I thought it could have been edited tighter. Mm-hmm. Um. It just some shots lagged, and uh, I just. Yeah, I just didn't like it as much. Yeah. even even the Ben Stein bit where he's calling Roller roll, Bueller, 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 which is great, which uh-huh. launched Ben Stein into the stratosphere because before that he was an economist and a speechwriter for Richard for Richard Nixon, for yeah. Richard Nixon yeah. um, and the host of my favorite game show of all time. Win Ben Stein's money. Yes, I
2: yeah.
0: I'd forgot about that. Win Ben Stein's money. That's yeah. where that's where Jimmy Kimmel got his big start. Yeah, yeah, because he was the host. That's of that. right. If that's you can right. ever find episodes of Win Ben Stein's money, yeah, it, it it's it's a lot of fun to that watch. And the Man Show, Jimmy Kimmel started with. Oh yeah, yeah, Man Show. But he was on Ben Stein's money before Man. Show. Really? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. If I remember, maybe it's so. on Crackle.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's on Crackle because I would have led the show
2: with that, mm-hmm. and we would have talked <laughs> about that for twenty minutes. Uh, And and also find that Nixon speech where he's going, Alderman, Alderman. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. For 15 minutes. (laughs) Of course, they raced about half an (laughs) hour.
0: Oh, the things that we talk or don't talk about. So, uh, Buell, we're making our kids watch. We're watching stuff with the kids. And uh, Bueller was not a popular choice with anybody.
2: Yeah. Uh, and, and you probably went into it thinking it would be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So. Um, we watched uh, Minority Report, yeah, which was I need to, I
2: want that's one I've had on my list to rewatch. Uh,
0: so it's just, it's now on Netflix. Yeah, that's, I saw that, and uh, Spielberg directed it. Tom Cruise, two thousand two, and it, I think it holds up incredibly well. And the the causes the the whole questions of privacy uh, are really pertinent today. And a lot of the technology interfaces were really great. The heads-up displays, the stuff yeah. he was doing, um, very, very, timely. Yeah, so, um, yeah.
2: I, I remember thinking the movie was was just really well done when I saw yeah, it. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was great. Um,
2: again, that's another Philip K. Dick story based upon a Philip K. Uh-huh. Dick
0: story, and then. Um, um, we finally watched Ford versus Ferrari.
2: Yeah, that was one that I, I thought was. I, I think I watched it before we really went into our our isolation stuff. Our isolation stuff. Easy for you I to say. I, I, I a, say it that way wrong every time. Yeah. I say it that wrong way every time. What
0: uh, What about you, Jay? Have you seen Ford versus Ferrari?
1: I have not. It's on my DVD list, but it has
0: not arrived. Uh, it's great. It really is good. It and so some of the interesting things about that all the uh, all the race scenes were practical effects. They were yeah. not CGI and huh. it was weird to me to hear christian bale with an english accent and i always forget that christian bale is english i know that same thing <laughs> for me yeah. you know, most most english actors who do an american accent you can pick up on it but yeah. he has got to have done the most convincing american accent yeah. of all time he
2: does a really good one
1: but he so was, what about tom holland
0: uh, Tom Holland, yeah, he kind of squeaks a little. So squeaks a
1: little. Well, that's I think that's for of the reasons he's yeah. just reaching puberty.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the suit's a little tight. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, we lost Jake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I no. will say, I mean, and his character was just so likable. Yeah. I mean, uh, the relationship he had with his son and all that was really, really good. In Lee Iacocca. You yeah. Know? Yeah.
0: And so by uh, John uh, Bertha. Th- Berthal yeah. Berthal uh, who is
2: who uh, is Shane on The Walking Dead right and also The Punisher on Netflix and series. The Punisher yeah. on Netflix he did a, a great yeah. job yeah so. I was kind of glad to see him play just kind of a regular person too yeah because he always seems to play the heavy or, or something it was, it was I thought he was everybody in it I thought was really good it, Matt it was, Damon seemed to be channeling um, Fugitive Tommy Lee Jones. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he really kind of did. Yeah. And,
0: and speaking of the fugitive, nice segue. We watched the fugitive as well.
2: Oh, did you really? Okay, and how did that hold
0: up? It held up great. I need to watch that. what did uh, you watch that on? Uh, you own it? Uh, no, we don't own it. Um, I think it was on. I think it was on Netflix. See, they're okay. on Netflix or Prime. Okay, and uh, it was great. And I've forgotten how much Tommy Lee had stolen that that movie. From oh Earth yeah, really yeah. did. Yeah, I didn't kill my wife. Yeah. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> it was great. So uh the the boys enjoyed the Fugitive quite yeah, a bit. That's good. So didn't enjoy Ferris Bueller. They liked Ford versus Ferrari. Um I think we're going to do well we're halfway through the Natural with Robert Redford. That's a good one, yeah. I, Ooh, yeah. I've never seen the Natural before. Oh, really? Never. Yeah. And uh so we're we got a little late start on the last night mm-hmm. so we've got to finish it up and uh Wilford Brimley's in it yeah, as the manager. And I always remember Wilford Brimley for two things. I remember him for the uh, Quaker Oats oatmeal commercials. And then he was in The Firm. Yep, he sure was. He was a a big bad in The Firm. Mm -hmm. And there's a scene towards the end of the movie where Tom, not Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise confronts him and they get into fisticuffs Uh and Brimley ends up on the ground and Tom Hanks is kicking him before he runs away. And a friend of mine. Tom was, Hanks is
1: now it. Yeah, I mean a, not Tom again. Hanks.
0: Tom Cruise. <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm uh, your conscience. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a reason. No, he's in the middle of the logo, isn't he? We can't take I can't you. remember. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so so Tom Cruise is kicking <laughs> Wilford Brimley, and I always a buddy of mine always said that Tom Cruise was saying, "I hate." oatmeal oh, no. <laughs> every time he's kicking in i've always thought that wilford brimlin shows
2: up in a lot of movies that you forget he was in he's in the thing
0: was he born it. old no
2: yeah he <laughs> was born old because he's in the thing and and uh he's also in cocoon yeah and he's everybody's like, old in cocoon but he's 20 or 30 years older than the other actors i mean younger than the other actors in so, cocoon yeah so he's playing much older because the other you've got like uh uh, Jessica Tandy and Don yeah. Amici and all these folks who were in their 80s. And I think Wilford Brimley was either in his 50s or 60s and is playing a much older part. Right? Wow. And that's, you know, they may have given him more physical stuff. He looked like do. he was 60 oh, yeah. in, he in the natural. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He always Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has. Always has. So, well.
1: You know, where I see him the most is anytime I pass, I mean, anytime I post like a, a crazy dessert or something really sweet or something like that, I get a meme. With mm-hmm. Wilford Brimley's face, that says diabetes.
2: Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. what wow.
1: I couldn't tell you what movies he was in, but I know he's in the diabetes commercials because yeah. I hear about it all the time.
0: Oh, man. Yes, well, you're about done hearing from us. We want to thank everybody for joining us. Stay safe out there, and we will see you next time.